Cool looking good, Italian job. I'm feeling good, Tommy boy. How are you, brother? Man, it is Friday. The sun is shining uh, at this time at 9 a.m. on a Friday EST. It is 56 degrees outside and climbing, only to be shattered on Sunday on our Massacre Marathon relay to be 32, dumping snow at the time of the race. But the good news is once the snow stops, the torrential downpour starts. So, so you got uh, that going for you, which is nice. Yeah, you can only get wet once. I mean, I feel like going to Starbucks, right? At least the coffee may be expensive, but at least the lines are long. So we're in a good yeah. place. So, Tommy you, Boy, brother? I got I, I to tell you this. I had a football coach in uh, in school who used to say, uh, hey, fellas, stop complaining. You were born wet. So there you go. You got that. You know, you were born wet. I don't know why that image disturbs me, but it's 100% accurate. So. <laughs> uh, but you asked, how am I doing? I'm doing really well. Um, Mammon has been heavy, heavy, heavy. Uh, but I think I finally started making some impact. Um, you know, a lot of times corporate stuff, you know, it's a lot of talk and little action. Um, yep. I, I had an audience and I, I took it. I, I went for it and uh, told them how we need to serve better. And uh, I hope it went over well. I'm still employed as of today. And my badge worked at the end of the day yesterday. So Outstanding. Uh, we'll see how that works out. But things are well. Family's well. Um, I'm just, I'll tell you what, I'm... Uh, I'm pumped up today. The guys we have on the call are two guys I know personally, two guys that I've spent some time in some pretty rough conditions, you know, low visibility, high stress. Uh, excited to have the guys who are back on for this call. Excited to spend some time with you again. Um, but I'm really excited about today's topic, which is tip of the spear. And we're going to go into that a little bit, let the guys know what it is. But it's going to be very conversational, and that's what I love about these these conversations is exactly that. We hear from guys who've been there, done that, who are sharing stuff worth trying. Um, and I think I've teased it enough. Now I'm going to toss it back to you and let us know what are we talking about, who are we talking to? <laughs> yeah, we've got two outstanding guys, former guests of the podcast, Camo and Uno. Jump on in here, fellas. We'll start with the name Arama and get right into the topic because I, too, am excited to chop it up with you. Uh, Camo, we'll start with you. For anybody who missed the last time you were on, let's give us a quick name Arama, please. Yeah, good morning, fellas. Kevin Weaver, 43. Camo, coming to you from the beautiful and exotic destination of Katy, Texas. Uh, founder and <laughs> former Nantan of F3 Katy. Outstanding. Glad to have you back, man. And Uno, that leaves you, my friend. Yeah, Lucas Walker, 42, uh, Uno, as they know me, I'm uh, commonly called. I've gone, been called other things, but Uno is what I go by. So <laughs> Nice. That's what you answer to, at least, right? Hey, That's Uno, right. Where's, home, where's home for you? Yep, uh, I am in the Laurel Highlands, a little mustard seed region outside of Pittsburgh. Uh, just a little group of men, a uh, little teeny tiny town. We're, gonna, we're not going to be big and bad like Katie, uh, just because... That would literally mean everybody in the entire town would have to show up. But, you know, hey, that's OK. Uh, we're still leading men. We're making an impact and uh, and we're, we're doing th- some good stuff here. I dig it. Let's do this. Let's do a quick table set and then we'll just get right into the conversation. Um, Uno, you've been heavily involved with QSource, uh, especially with the launch this year as of January 1st. Uh, your team is crushing it. I look forward to those emails. There's a lot of great content. Uh, we're going to put the sign up link and the link tree in the show notes in case guys are just now hearing about this email uh, opportunity. But think of it as like the best tool chest that arrives in your inbox every week and gives you all sorts of uh, opportunities to dig deeper into QSource topics, uh, as well as everything else you're doing within QSource. It's not just that email, but that email is is a paramount addition 
to the campaign. Uh, and, and that's new to you. You know, I know we, we squeezed you barely just to make you say yes, but we pinched you, you know, where they can't see the bruising. Um, and then, uh, that's been going super, super well. And Camo, uh, I know that you shared that you were uh, Nantan Emeritus of Katie. Uh, your heart is in region acceleration. You were part of the first official F3 webinar this week. And the three of us, Camo, Uno, myself, get to share uh, uh, some phone conversations with Bono as we serve on an SLT about education and growth. So while doing that yesterday, it hit me. What a great idea to talk about this concept of leading from the tip of the spear. I I would argue we do have a lot. Uh, our, we have a lot of pages in our lexicon, and maybe some of those understandings and meanings get lost as we uh, as we maybe dilute them out of ignorance or dilute them out of not using them enough. Right. So a, a real quick look at leading from the spear is, is kind of that person who takes a chance, makes the stand, uh, ventures out front whether they mean to or not, whether they want to or not, but when the opportunity arises, they, they get after it. Um, so tip of the spear is what we're talking about. We've got two outstanding guys. I'm lucky to be sitting with an outstanding co-host because we've all been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. And I think I just want to throw it out there in hopes of opening guys' eyes to the opportunity that lies before them, which is if you see something that's worth trying, get out there and do it. Don't wait for an invitation. So that all being said, Uno, Tell us a little bit about the day you got thrust to the tip of the spear. Uh, yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> a, little, a little backstory on it. Uh, Olaf had reached out to me uh, and uh, had asked me about uh, getting on board with the Q source team. And, and so, you know, prior to that, I was just engaged in the Q source zoom calls uh, that we do every Monday. Uh, those are at uh, 12 Eastern uh, standard time. Uh, and 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 just hopping on those calls and being involved with that, you know, when I moved from uh, Cape Fear region up to this little uh, tiny town outside of uh, Pittsburgh, uh, that uh, it, it was definitely one of those things where I wanted to stay engaged. I wanted to make sure that I was, um, you know, keeping myself plugged in and moving forward. And since I didn't have my own region here yet, uh, it was just plugging into the nation side. Right. So it was definitely making sure that I was getting engaged on that. So that's kind of where I started as far as getting more heavily involved in QSource. And then had a flight nurse actually reach out to me uh, about joining the uh, trainer team for GTEs. And uh, we had a, a conversation. So I got really heavy into QSource um, as preparing for that role. So that conversation with uh, Olaf was just say, hey, you know, like you to be the the kind of the point guy, the 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 front man. I said, oh, so like Flavor Flav, right? Like I, I'm I'm that guy, right? Okay, great. You know, because. I'm throwing out memes and I'm doing all these other little funny things here. And I'm thinking I'm the guy, I'm that guy, right? I got to have a big giant Q source clock on my chest or something right there. You know, I'm like, that's perfect. That'll be great. I should do actually, that's a great idea. But next, next video, <laughs> next video in the ice bath, big, big Q source clock, <laughs> big, big Q source clock. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, and uh, I've always had the mentality of, you know, just adding value, right? Where can I be an asset where it, where's there uh, um, an opportunity to help along and so i think just by doing things and trying things and being engaged um kind of brought me to the bubbling to the top and and olaf reached out to me and then uh, obviously tommy boy you and i had a conversation i think maybe a little bit more in depth after that uh because i had sat back for a little bit um i was kind of just hey i'm going to get involved and it was like no we really want you to be at you know, the tip of the spear we want you to take this and you know plunge into it move forward and then that way everyone else has an opportunity to follow behind um, and we built a really great team, as you mentioned already. So uh, it was 
it was humbling to have that question asked me. Um, but I, I definitely feel honored and um, and privileged, and I think that's a responsibility now that I have is, is making sure that I can help develop leaders as we not only within our team but also to help de- de- uh, develop leaders across the nation as well. I like your story because, uh, and and we'll get into to Camo here in, in a hot second because uh, I think they complement each other nicely. You know, you were you were for all intents and purposes asked to take that role. Uh, you were not handed a playbook. Uh, we just kind of shared with you, hey, Q source is really important. We need the right guy to tell the rest of the nation how important it is and why it's important. And that was kind of the, that was it, right? And here you are now taking ice baths, blowing up Twitter, blowing up Slack, uh, and everybody who are the quote unquote leaders above us, not that we have that in F3, is blown away. Uh, all the things that we've tried to do to get Q source out there and get guys engaged in owning their own Q source uh, is now happening. And it's because of all the crazy antics that are done through love and intention that are just firing on all cylinders. So I dig the fact that, you know, it wasn't a, Hey, here's your manual, make sure all the boxes are ticked. uh, And we'll check back in in a performance review every week Mm -hmm. to make sure that you're ticking as we are demanding of you. Uh, that would be if you would have done it, I probably would have said no. <laughs> if I would have said those things, I would have thrown up in my mouth the entire time. So, yeah. So, uh, hats off to you. And we're going to put a pin in that because I want to come back with some other thoughts. But, Camo, if you'll uh, share a little bit with us about, and maybe I'm, I'm setting up differently, so please correct me, about more or less seizing the spear. And if that didn't happen, then correct me and tell us that story. Yeah, so uh, kind of my whole personal origin story and by association, F3 Katie's is a tip of the steer mo- spear moment. Um, I've been active with F3 Houston maybe four months, maybe five. I was still in that phase of, hey, let's just not die and not be the six, you know, just kind of middle of the pack and, and starting to feel good, starting to perform. And um, trying to lead, had done a, had done a few cues and uh, just, just trying to lead, fully drinking the Kool-Aid. We were at a Thursday, third Thursday happy hour. Great tradition for, for those regions not embracing that. And uh, the mustard seed, one of the founding mustard seeds for Houston, Duggar, um, it had dwindled down to just a few guys. And, and Duggar looks at me and says, hey, so when are we start in Katie? And I looked at him, you know, like eyes wide as saucers, deer in the headlights. And I was like, dude, are you out of your mind? Like, what are you talking about? You know, I just I'm just now getting into this thing. I'm not I'm not even ready to perform individual packs level, much less go start a freaking region. But uh, he very much planted a seed, and it wasn't long before I really understood that 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 sort of I two that's the fuel that makes this whole F three engine run, man. That's that's what this whole thing runs on. Um, and also, I understood that's how we grow. That's how we take this thing that we love to to other men, to new guys, is by uh, multiplication by division. So um, you know, he planted that seed, and it wasn't too much later we planted the first flag in Katie. And I just for all the guys listening out there, I was 100 percent not ready. I was 100 percent not confident. I did not have it all figured out. I did not you know, have the path to success or the playbook or any of that. Um, we just knew that we wanted to go give this great thing away and we wanted to tell everybody about it. And, uh, you know, it took a little while, but here we are. Tommy boy, you know, you, we often ask the questions of the guests, but I'm interested. How did you, you know, being in the role that you held as, as Nantan of Greensboro, the roles that you currently hold with the nation, when, when it came to you, how did you take and run with it? Like what, what's your story? 
Uh, that's a whole podcast in and of itself. But uh, I will I will answer by calling out all the guys who are listening that don't think that they're leaders. Uh, if you were to have me do my eight block, and in fact, when I did my eight block, when I started that habit, that ring of mammon, <clears throat> I always try to fill it in with things that I'm good at doing. I don't put job titles in there. I don't put who I work, what company I work for, if I work for a company. So it always said things like connector, storyteller, uh, uniter, those kind of things. I always liked connections and putting two cool people together. Uh, but it wasn't until two years, uh, last year, actually, even after being Nantan, that I finally wrote the word leader in Mammon. And it was because of what other guys saw in me. So was having fun, you know, created our newsletter here in, in, in F3 just because I love talking about F3. I loved what guys were doing and telling that story. And a guy who uh, had a huge impact in my F3 experience was our current Nantan out of the blue came and said, uh, I'm excited to, for you to publish who our next Nantan is going to be in an upcoming issue. And I thought of shenanigans, our newsletter. I was like, Oh yeah, cool. Who's it going to be? Let me, let me guess. You know, and I guessed several names. No, no, no. And then Wojo, our founding Nantan uh, was also there. And they said, it's you, it's going to be you. And I thought, no, no, really, who is it? Right. And it's no, it's going to be you. Uh, and so it was pointed out to me the ways that I was leading without even realizing that I was leading just by just by being a sunshine bazooka and by trying to lift guys up and uh, really just through empathy. And I I never saw those as leadership qualities. I've talked about it before, but my definite definition of leadership was or leader was so bass backwards and toxic that I didn't mm-hmm. want to be that kind of person. And then come to find out what we're talking about today. It's that's not what it's about. Um, you know, it truly is the, the words that are printed in the Q source, right? It's it's motivating guys to move to a position and to accelerate to a position of advantage. Uh, and so, duh. So that that kind of opened my eyes and served served me well through uh, COVID and and uh, the summer of 2020 and a lot of stuff. That was a long answer. Told you it could be a podcast, but uh, I, I think that here's what I'll say because I think it could open us up because I want to hear your response too. Uh, to the bigger conversation of today. A lot of times we have that uh, the list of examples on the F3Nation.com website. Uh, I'm sorry, not examples, excuses. When you ask a guy out, one of them is, let me go get in shape and then I'll come out and get in shape. It's like, you know, the, I think the example there is uh, the, the the comparison is, let me get drunk before I go out drinking, right? Yeah. Well, my, let me get good at leading before, before I, I go lead. to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Let me get good at leading before I lead is definitely where I was standing. Uh, and so those those excuses can carry on because they served us well so far until they don't. And somebody disrupts how we're living our life. And next thing you know, you're in the best shape of your adult life, surrounded by high-impact dudes. What are you going to do with that superpower? Don't look to Marvel to tell you. Uh, Marvel <laughs> comics and movies, look within your heart and look at the hearts of the men around you and figure out what your community needs. And go do that. So, uh, IJ, I just watched the uh, the video that was put out to the trainers of you training uh, in Katy, Texas. Um, it was kind of like when F3 meets Hillsong, I think. That giant <laughs> stage, that giant stage great. with the drum kit behind you. Um, great. But it, and I wasn't even there, but it fired me up. Just A, because I love you. But B, um, that's how you and I first met. Uh, and you inspired me when we were sitting side by side, nervous as hell, taking notes up to the moment they called us on that stage to talk about F3 at Myrtle Beach. So what about you? What's your what's your backstory, so to speak? Uh, I never thought I was the guy. Um, I, I, I was told one time, a long time ago, when you think you're not the guy, you're the guy. 
Um, I was asked to do a, a myriad of things. And I thought, well, why are you asking me? Uh, at the time, 10 years ago, I was 30 years old. I, I'm not, I don't even have a family that I'm leading. I barely, I barely have only been married for a couple of years. I don't have a leadership position at work because I assumed a leader has to have a title of manager, director, vice president, president. That was my assumption uh, falsely of what a leader was. Um, when I was asked to be the Nantan um, of the Rock region, uh, branch off of Fort Mill, South Carolina, I, I didn't think I was the guy. Um, why, why me? I, I, how can I lead other people? I, I don't have that title. I, and, but I did it um, mostly because people believed in me. Um, and I learned more. I learned more from, not from books, uh, leadership books and, and blogs. I learned more from the mistakes that I've made of having the air support of the guys around me who will let me go out in front. And if I fall, they'll pick me up. They'll support me. So that that's, I kind of, I took it because I, I felt supported. Um, when they asked if I could, you know, work in the comms organization, you know, here at F3 Nation, you know, send some tweets out, maybe work on a newsletter, that sort of thing. Once again, I thought, well, who would want to listen to me? And Tommy Boy, you and I really did not know each other when we were asked, hey, can you guys, will you start a podcast? And I'm like, who wants to listen to us? Because um, I'm not the best leader. I don't have all the answers. But what I do know is if I listen to other people, hear from their story, the stuff that's worth trying for, it worked for them, why not tell that story? Um, and it, it all comes down to taking that jump, taking that leap, and just doing it. Um, in F3, you're not going to be led to uh, to the slaughter. You're not going to be led out there to, to fail. Uh, you may fail, but that's part of the learning process. You learn more from your fa- failures than you do from your successes. So um, the encouragement there is you don't wait. Um, when you, when you think, well, I'm not the guy, you should talk to this guy. I mean, there's plenty of stories in scripture and, and elsewhere where someone said, I'm not him. That's not me. You need to talk to this other person. So if someone asks you to lead, it's because they see something in you, something in you that could be, um, encouraging to other men. Uh, sometimes, and we say this a lot, when in charge, take charge. You're, you are the tip of the spear. You are the voice. So when you are given that platform to speak, speak. When given the platform to lead, lead. Because what you're doing is showing other people how to do it. Um, that's a long way of me saying I never feel qualified to be called a leader. Yeah, But I know that I have the support of the men around me who love me, who support me, who will encourage me and take me out of a comfort zone to push me a little bit harder. And that's where I'm going to learn. And that's, that's how it's going to happen. 100%. Well, here's what I want to do. Uh, and I'm gonna throw it over to Uno and Camo. Same question. Uno, we'll start with you. Because <clears throat> obviously, we could go on for a long time to talk about how hard it is to lead, right? And and how how we can doubt ourselves and those sorts of things. But our audience, there's got to be guys out there who, uh, A, are fanatic about the top notch quality content we're putting out there every week. <laughs> and B, are sitting there thinking, man, I've I want to lead. In fact, I hope everybody out there who is listening has an idea that's somewhere, you know, an ember in their heart that may be sizzling, it may be on fire, but they just haven't seized the reins or they just haven't taken the spear to to, to lead that charge. Uno, what would you tell a guy who who is thinking that like right now, who has the next best idea for F3 or the next best thing that will 
that will close a gap in their region uh, that just is is either afraid or distraught or or for whatever reason not doing it. Yeah, that's a that's a great question, and and, and it's it's so funny that you asked that because I had wrote something down as IJ was talking, and what summarizes what he had said. And which I will then echo and say back to any man that is fitting that description that you just gave. It's action, not position. It is mm-hmm. all about taking action and not about being in a position and saying, well, I don't have that role. I'm not an Uno. I'm not a camo. I'm not a, it, it, it doesn't matter, right? Uh, with Suosponte leaders and having the I2 is about taking initiative and it's it comes back to you know, the two, again, it's, is, is there a, is there a vacuum? Is there a void? Is there something that you see that there's a, a value could be added? Um, and, you know, if you have an idea, then go with it. Right. And IJ said it too. It's like, we're here to support each other. We're here to give uh, uh, opportunities for guys to, you know, help out. And I, the, the real interesting thing about this is that sometimes you might start with an idea that's uh you know half baked right or just a, a just a shot in the dark or man I'm, i think there's this thing that we're missing and um and camo you and i had the conversation yesterday we were talking about how there's a there's an opportunity for building better uh relations from a national uh to a regional uh level of, of leadership right there's a there's a spot there that we can help to to kind of uh, mature up and 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 solidify and we just see that. Okay, that's what we see. So now let's figure out what action items that we can do to keep moving that forward and make that better, right? And that's going to draw up men. It's going to draw up opportunities for guys to take on that leadership role. So, you know, to answer that question, it's going to be action opposition. Don't don't allow the fear of, well, someone's not going to like my idea or that's okay. Baskin Robbins has 31 flavors for a reason, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. a little bit different. And we need to be able to realize that, uh, you know, our, our idea might help out one other man. And what's, what would be better than to help one other man out, right? If you share your story or come up with an idea and it helps one man, you win, right? We, you win from there. So don't, uh, don't short, don't short, short sell yourself, um, and take that action, not position and attitude. Yeah, a hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. I fully agree. And we just add that, uh, we call it individual initiative for a reason, right? It it starts with the individual. It's not an authority figure saying, Hey, go do this. It is not an org chart. It is an an individual who says, I think I've got a good idea. I think I've got something worth trying. And I can think of, you know, probably 10 examples of where that idea has had Massive impact um, on a region basis and now a national basis. I was working with a brand new Nantan yesterday. We were talking about a little regional acceleration and we were just covering off on some tactics. And several times he said, you know, where, how'd you guys come up with that? Where'd that come from? It was just some dude's idea. It was some dude's idea to say, hey, what if we stuck around for coffee after every workout and shot the bull for 15 minutes? Shout out to the spigot for, for trying that one. Some guy thought that sounds fun. Guess what? We, we figured out it is a massive lever for retention. If you give guys just 10 minutes to shoot the bull, all of a sudden they find common ground. They want to come back and talk to those men again, right? They stick around. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, like I said, there's 10, 10 or 20 of those ideas that just starts with a guy saying, hey, I think this thing could move us forward just a little bit. And that's how we as an organization stay 43 feet ahead. If you wait till someone comes to you and says, this is a problem that needs to be fixed, the whole organization slows down. 
If instead you say, here's a way to move us forward and I want to do it, then that's how we stay 43 feet ahead and stay lizards. 100%. And what's amazing too is when you, you see guys that throw that idea out there and then someone else goes, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I'll, I'll help you with that. And then all of a sudden you've got, you know, one dancing idiot and then a buddy, right? And then you start that's locking it. shields with other guys and you get that, you get that mojo rolling. So that's a hundred percent. I get a lot of conversation and calls from guys who are kind of in that, that lull, that F3 lull after, you know, X amount of years, I feel like it's four to five years is when that lull hits. Cause they're, they're like, well, we don't know what to do next. It's like, well, you're not asking all your guys then, right? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You've got guys who are, they don't know it in a lot of cases, but they are full of what's next. Uh, and they just never have been pinged. It's one of the reasons I like seeing regions uh, to kind of go back to the webinar, for example, when regions create opportunities for guys, uh, then get out of the way, right? Like yes. get ready to have an influx of what's next coming right at you. Because those are when guys are like, what if we ran every parking deck and raised a bunch of money for scholarships mm. downtown? Well, nobody's ever in Greensboro run a bunch of parking decks. We run it every Wednesday, Thursday, and Tuesday as an EC. But why don't we turn that into an event, right? And partner up with this, that, and the other and raise some money and give some kids some scholarships. Talk about the next leader, right? So it's the cafeterias. It's the guys who are like, what about an evening workout? My work schedule sucks. I, I can only get out in the evenings or Saturdays. So, well, great. Start an evening workout. Pal, uh, I travel, but I'm home Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the afternoon after the kids are you know off and packed up and off to school. Great. Start an afternoon workout. Pal. Right. So there's plenty of what next. Um, yeah. And, and one thing you mentioned, Tommy Boy, that I believe deep down in my heart is that there are so many great potential leaders ready to step up. They just need to see a need. They Mm -hmm. just need to feel that their leadership is required in that instance, AKA an opportunity. And I had the opportunity to witness that firsthand multiple times over as Katie was going bananas, as we are expanding faster than we can keep up with. And literally as the SLT is just trying to hold on to the rocket ship, right? We very quickly realized this isn't going to happen through us. So we're, guys who were F and G's three or four months ago saying, Hey, you're a stud. We need you to go split off and start another AO. And and those guys had the same reaction I did personally. Like, what are you talking about, man? I'm still brand new. I'm not ready for this. I can't do this. <laughs> and that's where the response is. You are ready and we need you to be ready and you're going to crush it. And we're going to be around you. And I mean, mm-hmm. success, you know, 15 times over from that and guys that are now about to be Nantans for new regions that are going to spin off. So yep. uh, just to echo what you said, man, all those men, you got what it takes. E2X is very needed right now. This thing that you can bring better than anybody. Um, and if you've been told that, that you're not going to do it, go ask again, go just and shake it up because we need it. Yeah. Get yourself out of the, get your head out of the game that you have to have a polished presentation that you're presenting to a board uh, yeah. or to your easy, you know, your EVP or whatever it is like that, that model doesn't work here. Uh, the model that works here is exactly what Camo said, which is if you're excited about ex- something, get the next guy beside you excited about it too, and then go. Don't Personal wait for story. a thumbs up. Yeah. Personal yeah. story TV. Um, I didn't know the type of leader I had inside me until I was given the opportunity in F3. There's a lot of Steves from accounting and and Dave from the warehouse who've never led a thing in their life. And they were given that opportunity based on the fourth core principle to lead on a rotating fashion, to lead other men. And all of a sudden, people around the office noticed, what is it? Steve, something's different about Steve. 
and he's he's doing things and he was given the opportunity and he took the opportunity to shine um and that happened to me personally i again who should listen to me and i still say that i don't have the answers i don't have all the answers but it's given me the confidence that if i can lead a workout if i can help be a part of a leadership team of a region or wherever it is why not when given the opportunity at work instead of sitting behind the desk and not saying anything when they say is anybody Anybody have any ideas? Oh yeah, I have some ideas. <laughs> Sit back and shut up because I'm ready to go. Let's let's do this. I constantly have things in my back pocket. Yesterday, after giving a presentation, I noticed that one of the highest ranking folks at my company was lingering. I said, "It's go time, baby." I was ready because I had my stuff. I was passionate about it, and I had support from my team. And I I swung for the fences, you know, not for my sake, for my team's sake. This is my chance. I would have never done that. Had it not been for the opportunities given to me through F3 Nation to become you know, a better leader. I'm not the best leader, but a better leader because people believed in me and they gave me the opportunity. Well, it's impo- let's put it, let's say this. It's impossible to be the best leader because you practice leadership, right? So it, you're fumbling forward uh, and you're bringing the right guys alongside of you. That's the only way you could become a great leader. There's no such thing as the best leader. Um, mm. I love it. Anybody who wants to see how this works in other organizations, go back and listen to episode 50. We sat down with the president of the Savannah Bananas. You want to talk about an organization that just goes gangbusters and opens it up for all ideas? Uh, and is looking for the world's next greatest uh, dancing idiot. There you go. Um, fellas, I could go on all day. It's 940. Uh, I could go until 940 p.m. and we'd just be getting started. So <laughs> let's let's do this. Uh, let, I'll give you a chance just for your mic drop moment. Uh, so, Uno, because you brought up the dancing idiot. What's your what's your battle cry for all those dancing idiots that are waiting to be called up to the to the ranks? And by the way, uh, there are no ranks. So <laughs> <laughs> that is a very, very true statement. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be a little bit uh, corny on this one. You know, a dancing idiot, he's got to feel the music, right? I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta listen to what's going on around you. Uh, you gotta, you gotta love what you're doing, right? That first dancing idiot. If, if you, no one's no, if you don't know what the dancing idiot is, you can go online, look up dancing idiot guy at a festival. He's the music's jamming and he is just having a good old time and doing his thing. And he is doing it for no other reason that he's enjoying himself and he's, and he's loving where he's at. And uh, you know, if you can find yourself in that place and then again, the, the, the dancing idiot has another guy join along with him. And then all of a sudden, you know, a few minutes into the video, you got an entire group of guys and gals in this, this video where they're all dancing on the side of this hill at a concert and they're having a great time, right? Because he didn't have the fear of someone judging him because he was just feeling the music. He was just loving life and and he was there. And so find your music, find what you love, man. Just find what's out there and just start grooving, man. And, and people are going to join in with you. And, you know, if, even if they don't, so what you enjoyed the music, you had a good time, but there are plenty of uh, other dancing idiots out there. So uh, don't, don't, don't hold yourself back, feel the, feel the groove and, and get into it. Yes, indeed. And definitely go watch that video. In fact, we'll put it in the show notes too. Camo, what you got, man? Mic drop moment. Let's get hyped up. Yeah, so, the so my mic drop moment. Um, I sincerely believe that we are on mission to change the world, fellas. I yeah. sincerely believe that. And perhaps even more impactfully, I believe that starts with our local communities. And uh, we have the potential to directly improve our local communities 
communities, the communities that our kids grow up in, that our grandchildren might grow up in by getting a whole bunch of men activated and being the best they can be in all spheres of life, right? Leading at home, at work, in their communities, in their schools, in their churches, everywhere. Um, probably the, one of the most gratifying things is I can't go anywhere in Katy, Texas without running into an F3 dude. And I know that that dude is on mission. And I know that that dude is making things better wherever he is. But here's the mic drop. This ain't a spectator sport, boys. This is not a spectator sport. So if you're out there and you're just showing up to the workouts and you're taking off right after and you're kind of on the fringe, get in the mix. Get in the mix. We need you. We need what you're going to bring. We need every man in this nation to be on fire. And I think if we all do that, we just better look out because what it's going to be transformative. It is truly going to be transformative and we will make a better place for future generations. I'm fine. Right, right. Job. <laughs> Let him just I mean, we could just close uh, it right there and play the music. I mean, uh, gosh. from these two studs, but what you got, bud? Goosebumps and ready to run through a brick wall. Yeah. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting in a meeting this week and uh, I'm listening to a leader bloviate about how, how great, you know, they are. And, um, I sat there and uh, and just started jotting things down because I, I was. Let's be candid. I, you have nothing I want to hear. You, you are you're talking about yourself, and it ain't about the people in this room. It's about you and how good you are. And, and so at that point, you went from a leader to a manager. Uh, a leader is someone who is leading by their actions. And what you did was you just took a title and decided to talk about yourself. So these are some things I wrote down, not in preparation for today's call, but I just wrote them down journaling. If you take the praise and pass the blame, why should anyone follow you? If you step on others to move up the ranks, why would anyone want to walk beside you, let alone follow you? Ask yourself, are you an asset or a liability? Do you bring solutions to problems? Are you bringing problems? It's not enough to tell your team you can do the job. You must show it. They must see it in your actions, especially in times of high stress and low visibility. If your character cannot bear the weight, the team will never rely on you. Mission first, people always. Mm. God, sometimes I just want to choke you out to I job. <clears throat> can you can you not be great at like just one thing? Listen, uh, ask my wife. She'll tell you there are several things that I'm not great at. There's a hundred well, yeah, list. Yeah, as soon as she returns my long. email, I'll start that list. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. I love you guys. I love your hearts. Um, just because it's, it's guys like you and guys that are you, uh, who opened up my eyes to the, to the capacity of impact that we all have. So tip of the spear, uh, I'll say it as simply as this and Italian job, I'm going to borrow a little bit of what you just said. Um, this world is full of problem spotters. And if you don't believe me, spend five and a half seconds on Twitter, uh, or any comment thread to any article ever written. Um, you know, we used to throw out last season, we always had the challenge of the week. I'm going to sort of bring that back right now. If you catch yourself making a comment or resharing some political BS, you're being a problem spotter. You have zero answer. You're just complaining. You're the grumpy old uncle at Thanksgiving. That is not an F3 man. An F3 man is simply this. He finds a need. He fills the need. And sometimes it takes an army. Sometimes it takes one more dancing idiot. But get out there and find a need and fill a need. Stop being a problem spotter and be the problem solver that our community needs. All right? Dig it. Fellas, I love you. Hot packers, be good. Be good at it.